He runs what's called Content Creator University. And there is not a single channel on the planet that JP Hightech is not a part of. It's an honor because I know that when you write a book, it is, it is something that's a massive undertaking, it, especially if you have been uh, a part of podcasting and live streaming and, and the broadcast industry and photography and everything else uh, that, that you have been. And now, um, not only is he, um, has he written a book, but he has a, a number one bestseller. So ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome to Adealcasters, uh, the number one bestselling author of the live stream blueprint, Starting and Scaling Your Business, Mr. JP Hightech is in the house. Thank you, JP, for showing up, man. I appreciate you. Hey, man. hey. <laughs> What's good, family? It is an honor to be here. Uh, this is amazing stuff, family. I'm excited about today's conversation because we're about to dive into what a lot of creators care about is how to build a business, how to really build a sustainable business, uh, leveraging live video and content creation. So honored to be here. Let's dive into it. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and and we had we had a pre-show before the show, and we're not going to let Amazon hold us down. We're not going we're not going to let that Amazon devil hold us down. We're going to go forward. We're going to move forward and we're going to uh, really, you know, deliver some value to this community. And delivering value to the community JP is what you do best. And one of the things I love that you do when you go live is you constantly talk about your family. And I'm not talking necessarily about maybe wife, maybe kids. It's the people, it's the community that you have built through live streaming. And this book that you've written, which is the live stream blueprint, which by the way, over on Amazon, if you go to dealcasters.live or you go to jp.dealcasters.live, that book is right there and you could pick that up or you can go to the livestreamblueprint.com and pick that book up as well. But you talk about live video branding. You do, like, like I said on the intro, dude, you got like Roku channels, you've got podcasts, you've got like, there's not anywhere that you're not doing something, but for whatever reason, there's something that is unique about live streaming. What, what makes this such a unique thing? Thanks for thank you so much for that question and and that is a phenomenal question right uh, because in in today's uh, world that we live in uh, we see a lot of people jump into this thing called podcasting right a lot of people want to create content today a lot of people I want to say a lot of people I'm talking about business owners small or large right everyone is trying to cultivate the power of content creation but here's the thing. Content creation is something that uh, is something that's been existing for years, right? It didn't just start now. But why is it? See, that's the thing. Why is it that so many businesses today are trying to leverage the power? Because they've understood something, which is creating a conversation surrounding a specific product or service, right? That is what content creation does for you. Now, let's go a little deeper. When we're talking about content creation, there's several ways you can create content, right? Blog, video social media, reels, you name it. And what we're doing right now is creating content. Now, depending on the type of business that you have, not every form of content that you're creating will be beneficial to you as a business owner. So now we're talking about strategy. Now, what type of strategy can we use to specifically grow the type of product or service that we want to offer? Like what we're talking about conversion now, right? What can I do to encourage people to actually click and have a, you know, and take an action with my brand or my company and spend that money? Well, a lot of uh, companies will tell you, well, you need to promote, why right? do you need to create ads, right? You need to pay uh, the gods of social media and encourage them to to take a uh, an action with your brand and have a you know a call to action, have a, a something online, a landing page or something where um, you entice them into it, like a lead magnet or something where they can purchase the product. Click Here's funnels. the problem. Here's the problem. You spent money to do that, yeah. and so a lot of small business owners do not have that capital where they can keep you know ingesting into uh, the gods of social media in order to potentially get one sale. So organically, what are we doing? Because they'll tell you, well, they're creating content. They're publishing, uh, publishing their videos on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and all of that. And they're not seeing any return on investment. Why? Because people want to get excited before they purchase a product. So 
psychologically, you want to create an excitement, which is why whenever we have events like Black Friday or um, you name it, when you live in the United States, we have that things about to happen, Thanksgiving season or a holiday season. All the companies create an excitement, even though we know about it, you feel excited about purchasing something or, or about a group of people purchasing a product, right? So whenever you start thinking that, oh, I'm not the only person partaking in this specific thing, there's a lot of other individuals that are also joining me in that. That's called community, right? Community is where two, three, or several people have the same mindset pursuing the same goal. So now we have a group of people that are excited. So you feel part of something bigger than yourself, which is community. And that drives the excitement towards the product. And that makes you want to purchase because now you feel like you're missing out if you do not spend money in that specific season. That is what live stream does for you as a strategy. And we'll dive into more into that, which is why I wrote the book, right? But live stream now creates an era where there's a communication that's fostered live. This type of conversation we're having is held now. If a question is asked, is asked right now. If there's any interaction that happens live, it's happening now, which is why cable companies, uh, large organizations that are in the TV broadcasting industry, you know, have so much money ingested into this, right? Because they'll tell, talk to you about viewership time, right? Retention and all those things where uh, it matters. And ad sponsors spend a lot of money on those networks to be seen live, even though you may watch that show later on on-demand program, they want to be seen doing the live broadcast. Why? We'll talk more about it, but that is why uh, you know I wrote this book. And talking about community, community is what drives the conversion. That's the engine that actually push people, uh, you know, to take that action and actually spend the money. And we can dive more into it during this conversation today. Yeah, this this is awesome, and and just uh, for those of you that were watching on Amazon, I uh, want to give a shout out to uh, Richard. He just gave us a comment that uh, AWS is reporting issues, and that makes a lot of sense because I can tell you right now, JP looks amazing, Chris looks amazing <laughs> on all these other channels. So, um, you know, Amazon, sorry, you're missing out on probably one of the best uh, dealcaster shows that's going to happen in. Uh, well, this is a, this is the, one of the things about live streaming, JP, and you and you you touched on it. It's like this is us, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is live. Like we're not like we're not going to stop this thing just because one channel decides not to broadcast because they've got some issues going. I mean, it, it, listen, AWS is bigger than all of us, and you know, combined, you know, so we're you know these these things are beyond our control, right? But if you're someone that wants to live stream and show your brand, right? If things are happening, it, you know, like things are going down and things are pixelated and I don't know how to click on this and I don't know how to click on this, you're being human, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're, being, you're being vulnerable. You're being transparent. You're, you're showing who you are. And you can't just kind of nip and tuck and edit everything, especially live. And so talk about that, JP. Talk about how... Uh, being that, uh, that authenticity, people throw on the authentic self and, and, you know, all of that around and it's just become a, a, a huge buzzword, right? But going live on video and you, we can put up the lights and sometimes the lights go down and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Talk about how, maybe a, a story about how authenticity has affected your business. Great question. Actually, uh, that is the beauty of life, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's not if something happens, it's when it happens. <laughs> How will you, will you deal with it, right? That's what separates the pros from the amateurs, from the beginners, right? It's how you handle it. You guys are handling this as a pro. It happened to me when we came back and talking about story, when we uh, came back with season five of my own podcast, The Content Careers University, I had three other guests with me. The same machine, right? The the same M1 machine, powerful machine that I've always used to run conferences, right? Where I had 10 plus speakers on there started to act up, right? And so everything started freezing up. And we were like, we don't know what's happening. But here's the thing. I didn't stop the conversation. We kept going, right? We kept discussing. We found ways to adapt to what's happened. That's called being human and being pro, Okay, because uh, regardless of where you are in life, 
you will have something called curveballs in business. And talking about being an entrepreneur, being a creator, if you understand the goal of this, the goal is not to stop, is how to adapt whenever things happen, right? And we have to be able to do that because life is not perfect. Nobody's perfect. There's no business that's perfect. Regardless of the amount of money you make in a day, it's not perfect. Nobody has a perfect story. Right. And I love that because live stream shows that we're real people. And that's what drives more sales because people appreciate. Right. Because if you're always just uh, on top of on top of the moon and nothing ever happens, uh, people feel like maybe you don't live on Earth, planet Earth like them. Right. That people that face real troubles and things like that. And. That's why I love whenever people join live and you're mentioning their name, right? You're calling them. They feel like, yo, I'm important to this person. We're actually having a unique connection here. I am seen, right? I'm not just part of a number. I'm actually noticed here and they appreciate me. And that becomes family. Regardless of what's happening, this is family, right? And I guarantee you, most people, that are scared to do this just do not know what they're missing out because we're living in a different world where we have AI. Now we have technologies bringing some things where you got to jump into this live stream thing today. And we're about to talk more about it because live streaming is not just about going live. And we'll talk about what the, the mistakes people are making where they're really not generating any re revenue, right? Let's be real. In four or five months last year, I made six figures with my live stream. A lot of folks don't know how I did that. They don't understand how that possible. It is possible because you need to have a strategy before you hit the go live button. It's not mm -hmm. just going live and having a conversation without any strategy. I always say, you know, conversion doesn't start when you start, uh, you go live. It started before you, you sat down from your camera and started broadcasting the event. Which means you already have a product, service, sales funnel, everything you need to offer people. You already have that set up. And all you have to do is have a proper structure to your live streaming, which we talked about that in the book, right? What type of structure right. you should have whenever you want to communicate to people and what matters when you communicate to people. Right. Because if I just sat here and start like, telling you how great this book is and go ahead and purchase this book and all that, you're going to be like, OK, uh, what do I care? Like, what's in it for me? See, that's what people are looking for. And that's the human factor, meaning. What do I connect with? What story do you have to tell? Right. Surrounding your product or service that's going to make me care about it. And the way I do that is you sharing potentially some of your um, hurdles or your challenges in life, all right? Why you had to over overcome to get to what, where you are and the why behind your product. I guarantee you most people care more about that than the actual product. But when they hear that, now that they created something inside of them, they feel like, oh, snap, I can relate with your struggles. Because I'm pretty much going through the same thing, or I went through the same thing, or I know somebody that went through the same thing. And now I see more value in your product or service. And because of that, I want to support you by purchasing your product or service. See, now it changes. And that's what encourages, that's what makes people want to spend money with you. We're going to get right back to the show, but first I wanted to tell you about the game changer for your audio setup. Of course, it's the one and only Shure SM7B microphone. This iconic beauty is a go-to for top-notch podcasts. You've seen it on stream. It's the perfect microphone for any environment. You don't need a fancy studio. It's got built-in protection that handles background noise like a pro. Jim and I love ours, and you can level up your audio game today. Just check out the show notes for the links. Now back to the show. Yeah, this this is what this reminds me, you know, Chris has got me uh to where this is like what I talk about all the times when it comes to to video and it's it's not about live selling, it's about live solving. It, it's what you just hit on is we're showing people examples of how maybe we've had the same struggle, the same problem. Mm -hmm. And by going live, you're able to solve it in real time with people and even if they watch the replay, right? They see that conversation that is going on, you know, we we've got the folks here uh you know, we've got Richard, we, you know, we had some other folks here. And so I think that, you know, this is what makes this stuff so great is like, hey, 
there's so many businesses that aren't taking advantage of that. I, I, I was yeah. just in a, a veterans uh, group yesterday and, and they were talking like, well, how do we get our message out? It's like, you got to share the problems. I said, you need to start doing video. They hadn't even thought about like, do a, do a video about what this organization does to help veterans. Mm-hmm. Put it on YouTube because mm-hmm. people are going to search. How do I get help with my VA claim in Cobb County? Boom. There's a group right here that nobody knew about because we're not all looking at... Chris likes to talk about this. I saw that billboard as I was driving, but then I forgot about (laughs) it, right? But that video, it's out there. It starts to get traction as people start to say, this is helpful, right? That's, you know, I guess that's the whole thumbs up on YouTube gets more traction. And and you've, you hit on a lot of this in your book and, you know, and, and, you know, Chris and I were interested too is... You've been in the media space for a long time, but what really brought you into to live streaming and podcasting? What what really pushed you towards that, JP? Man, I, I, how much show do we have? Because I, I got a lot <laughs> to talk about. You know, that's such a great question. Thanks for that. Um, yes, you are correct. I've, uh, you know, uh, I'm a branding expert, and I've been in this media industry for over 15 years now. And so, I even run an agency, branding agency called Perfect Zone Productions. So, what we do is help people build a premium brand by leveraging content creation technology, right, and everything that we have um, available to us today, this era, in order to allow you to, to establish. Your visibility and charge more for your product or services. And here's the thing. Uh, throughout the years, I've realized one thing, that people are seeking more of a person behind the brand. So, uh, which is why you need to, I recommend to my clients to always have something called a personal brand and a corporate brand, right? It's good to have your corporate brand, but the personal brand will drive um, most of the conversation to bring to your corporate brand because people want to identify a face to the brand, right? They want to know um, your values, your core values and things you do. And they can only do that if there's a human, right? That they can follow, um, attach um, the realities of your organization to and try to understand what, what you guys are doing. So it's, that's called the extracurricular activities. Um, I tell my clients always, what matters the most for you to sell is not what you're offering on your website, it's actually what you're doing away from your website, on social media, everywhere else. So people will Google you first, right? They'll Google your company. They'll look for the face behind the, the brand, especially in the world post-COVID. Uh, that's become more prevalent more than ever. And so they, they, they'll they look for that. They'll go to the social media, see the things that you're attached with, um, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the events, uh, the conversations, the things you're, you're involved in and see if that aligns with their own personal values, right? That's what people do first before they even think of spending money on your website with your organization, right? And if they align with that, if they find themselves like I dream with the things that you do, right? Then they'll make that the, the plunge to try to book a meeting with your with you and see if you guys can work together or if you guys are the right uh, people to provide that service. So that is something that I understood. And one of the best ways that you can do that is by hosting a podcast, right? And now being in the world of video, right? We understand that when we're talking about podcasts, you can have an audio podcast or you can have a video podcast, right? Now, here's the thing. Video is more powerful than audio, right? Um, In video, you have both. You have both the video, the visual, and then you have the audio piece of it. And so uh, talking about creating emotion in people uh, is guaranteed that if you can show your face, right? If you can be on video, you will attract more people. You will create the most engagement. Why? Because you can... uh, communicate some emotions to people when they see you talk about certain um, aspect of life and they can resonate with that better than just listening to you because it's harder for you to communicate an emotion if it's just audio versus video. Video, you have so many stuff that you can set up like we're doing right now. We're changing angles. Why? To create some type of dynamic event in the conversation so it's not boring so it's engaging <laughs> so people are really enjoying all the yeah. different aspects but this is something people don't realize is used in, in cinematography that's my background right i mm-hmm. started as a cinematographer first before i built uh, i can a, tell a, a company that, that does all that so we're talking about telling the story yes telling the story uh whenever you're telling the story in cinematography if you watch tv go back go watch your uh your last favorite tv show your next favorite tv show you'll notice that they change angles up to four angles every five minutes that's in cinematography 
there's a reason why to do that because our brain resets every single time we change an angle and refreshes the information in our subconscious, right? And so that helps you keep digesting the conversation because our attention span is so short today um, that we need something new every time, which is why we have real 60 seconds and all that. It's because of the attention span. So if you understand that, you know, in order to keep people, which will increase your retention, which matters in your uh, engagement factor, right? So they can sell to them. They need to stay, right? And listen to the entire conversation. How do you do that? By refreshing that in the subconscious all the time. And, and that you know, is this why just reminded I to me, podcast. JP, mm-hmm. well, speaking of pattern interrupt, as Chris likes to call it, Chris, let's put JP back to full screen. And while he's explaining this, maybe you can give us that little tour of his studio so people see what's going on around him. Because I think that's a pretty, pretty neat what he's got going on in there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love showing my studio. This is my space for the folks that are wondering. This is what I do for a living. So um, like I was saying... <laughs> Podcast, right, allows the business now to hold organic, genuine conversations surrounding the why of their offering. People want to know why. Why are you offering this type of services? Why are you offering this, uh, you know, uh, product? And they want to connect with that. So podcast allows you to do that. But even better, like I was saying right now, live video, right? Live video allows you to, you know, bring in people and promote and establish yourself as an expert. Because I always say, people are looking for experts surrounding their favorite you know, uh, products or, or, or services, right? And so how do you establish yourself as an expert? The way you establish yourself as an expert is by holding conversations surrounding the product or the topic, right? Surrounding what you're offering and being able to answer certain questions or explain the why behind uh, the things that you do. And instantly without you even saying anything, you're confirming your position in people's mind as being the right person for the job, as being the expert on the subject matter, right? And that is promoting yourself and you're doing that organically. So now it's not, it's not a question of if they should book you is if they can afford you. Right. Um, And that is what you want to hear. You know, you should be like a sales trainer, JP. I I know (laughs) maybe you don't need another uh, ad to your, to your LinkedIn bio because it's already (laughs) like over the character count, but like, like you're saying a lot of some of the same things I work with a lot of uh, in, in the business that I have, I work with a lot of sales trainers and this is what you talk about. This is this is the exact thing that that we're that we're talking about. It's not about all this other stuff. It's I wonder if I can afford JP High Tech, right? If you create something like that, and audio is 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 important. We're not. I mean, I I, I you would agree with me here on this, JP. You have you have great audio, right? If if your audio is crackling right now and nobody can mm-hmm. hear what you're saying. It doesn't matter how many pattern interrupts you've got going on and how many switchers in that uh, 95-inch television that you have in front of you as a monitor. It wouldn't matter, right? But right, right. Because your audio is important. But it is like, you know, in my business, sometimes for my clients, I have to vet podcast guests, right? And so, hey, I want to be on this show. Hey, I want to be on this show. And everybody's mm-hmm. trying to be on these shows. And what's the, I'm going to, I'm just going to throw this out there to you guys. Ask me or, or tell me the first place I go. If somebody is asking me to be on one of my clients show, where do I go (laughs) to, to like figure out if they're going to be a podcast guest? I'll let JP go first. (laughs) Well, the first thing I want to, I want to go to is go to your either website or your, your place where you create content to see how do you show up when you create content and see if that aligns with me. Yeah. YouTube channel. channel. Yep. (laughs) If you do not have content on YouTube in the year 2023, 2024, if you do not have content that you go into the second largest search engine on the planet that has video that shows you speaking into a camera and being yourself, it doesn't have to be necessarily live. Mm -hmm. I just, I, you know, if you don't have a YouTube channel, why are, why would I bring you onto a podcast? I, I honestly, I don't have an answer for you because 
I, for me, it just shows like, this is just another door you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're putting between you and your community, right? So open your doors and say, come on in, right? And, and show yourself like JP is showing yourself and, and say, this is part of the blueprint, ladies and gentlemen, is to create an open door between you and your potential customers, your potential mm-hmm. clients, your community, the people, the, what you want to build, if you have like a mission or if you have like a voice or, or, or something that you want to put out there, like they want to be able to see you. And so when they meet you one day, and JP, you and I have not met face to face. One day it'll happen, uh, my it's friend. It's going to happen. <laughs> but I, I have a feeling when we do, it'll just be like we never left the conversation. Like it'll mm-hmm. just, we already sort of know each other, even though it's only been through these these glass screens that we have. And that's the beauty, I think, in a lot of ways of live streaming is that I've met people like you. So if you can, let's talk about, let's go, let's circle back to the book mm-hmm. and Tell me about what you would say is is sort of an underrated part of live streaming. Is it like the ability to network with people, uh, to be able to to meet people in in your community? Is it is it the, the your ability uh, to to brand yourself? Like what what would you say is is like you know maybe an, an underrated component of live streaming? Great question, man. I mean, you guys just have one of the best questions tonight. I'm loving it. Um, and one thing that I want to tell people that is really an oversight, uh, and I know about this because this is what I do, right, professionally, is in everything, you need to grow the value of that thing. Let me take an example. When you purchase a house, you build equity in that house, correct? In business, one thing that people don't think about is how to build equity, specifically in the creator economy, right? We think of creating content, but we don't a lot of times think of building equity with the content we're creating. So the question comes, how do we build equity? Because remember, the more equity you have, the more money you can make, right? The more you can pull out of your equity. And so as creators, sadly, I see a lot of amazing creators that do not think about the ownership of their content, building the equity. And what is equity? Equity is what you own. Equity is your brand's net worth, right? And so one thing is, of course, to be live streaming into different platforms, right? YouTube, Facebook, you name it, right? You're live streaming there. Another thing is to own a part of that. Do you have your own community? What will happen to you if the gods of social media decide to take you down one day? And that is business 101, right? You don't own anything. If you don't own anything, you don't get to decide anything. And a lot of times, us creators, we want to have those decisive conversations with brands. We want brand partnerships. But here's the thing. Unless you have millions of subscribers and a lot, most creators don't have that. What else do you have to offer? Because telling them how great you are about manipulating a camera does not do anything. I guarantee you the folks in high school today can do the same thing, if not better. So what is the unique thing that you have to offer the brand is your ownership. Why? Because now... You can explain to the brand how valuable you are because now you own. Now, right, your net worth is higher than any even a person that has a million subscribers. Why? Because they cannot promise a lifetime on the shelf for the content you're going to create for them. But you can promise that because you own the, the platform. For example, I have a mobile application. I own it. I have a TV application, Roku TV. I own it. Nobody can kick me off of that platform. You can't because I own the application. Now, as a brand, when I come to you, I can tell you I own a platform. And if I create a content, I can guarantee a lifetime on the shelf. You can't do that if you just own it on YouTube or any other platform because they can update their uh, their uh, community guidelines and they can take that down. And everybody knows that. So even yeah, if I have 200 million, it. Yeah. it will squash it. And folks, to make this even to paint the picture in a more real aspect. I am somebody who YouTube 
accidentally deleted my previous channel when it reached 126,000 subscribers. You can watch that story on my YouTube channel. All right. So I'm not just sharing a story that I heard somebody tell me. I actually lived it. And I know what it is for them to their AI to accidentally remove you from the platform. I have so many emails from Google apologizing to me. And I made a video about it. But they're telling me they cannot reinstate it. They lost the content. Go figure. But if you have a business and your business is only solely dependent on borrowed land, because you're borrowing the land, is not if, is the day you face adversity, you might end up just closing the doors to your business, which is what I, uh, one of the things I talk about in the business, I mean, in the book, The Lifestream Blueprint, to sh- teach people the best way to protect our asset, our investment, and to build the best net worth so that we can position ourselves to really make the most out of uh, you know, what we're creating as content creators and our business owners. That's scary, yeah. man. I can't believe that. So like, you know, yeah, you do hear that. And I think it's like one of those rhetorics that you hear, like, you like keep your stuff off the rented land and, and create your email list and your website and your, your community and all of these things that you can, your academy and all of these things. And those are, those are super important, but I think everyone's just kind of like putting it off and putting it off and putting mm-hmm. it off because they feel like everybody's wanting the social proof of how many YouTube subscribers you've got and how many followers you have on these platforms and all of those things. Um, what's the balance there? Like, is it, you know, how do you, you know, because it, it still is important to have those kinds of things to, to monetize, even though that may not be a ton of money, you know, but um, what's the balance for a content creator in terms of how much, time they should dedicate towards stuff that they land that they own versus social media, YouTube, and et cetera? Great question. And uh, just the first part of what you said um, in regards to uh, how numbers, right? Followers, amount of followers, subscribers may matter. I say yes and no to that, right? Because the purpose of your uh, content they're creating matters in regards to that answer. So for example, this book right here, right? Teaches you how to grow your business, leveraging content creation, aka live streaming. Not every creator even has a business that they're building. This book teaches you how to build a business, which is very important. There's a huge difference between creating content and want to become an influencer and actually creating content with a specific strategy to scale your business. And the best thing I can tell you is if you, the, the latter also covers the initial part, but the initial part doesn't cover the latter. Cause if you just broadcasting to be an influencer, you don't have any business. If some people might call you an opportunist It's not an insult It's a reality. You're chasing after opportunities, whatever opportunity you can have, which is fine but you cannot establish an entire household uh, and build a life surrounding that, right? You need a serious return on investment. You need a cash flow. You need a clear mapped out strategy guaranteeing certain amount of money will be coming to you. You need to build a business. So if we're talking about building a business, the approach must be different. When you're building a business, the numbers do not matter anymore as much as it matters for an influencer right? The amount of likes doesn't matter anymore. You know what matters? The conversion rate. Mm -hmm. Conversion for me is how many people actually purchase my product and services. That is what you can show to a potential sponsor. And even if you just have 10 subscribers, they'll pay you $5,000 right now. That is what they're looking for because ultimately they're just trying to leverage you to sell product and services. Yeah. I love, I love the, you know, I love how you siloed that. You know, are you an influencer or are you trying to build a business, right? And, and I know there's yep. some gray areas in there, but I think we get lost a lot as, as, as people that are firing up their cameras and creating content and doing all these things. You get lost because you just start looking at all the, what everybody else is doing and, right. and all of this thing that you, you think is creating real scalable business, but it's not. It's just creating more, more noise. Content. You're making and, noise. Yeah, yeah. You're making noise. You're not making money. Um, so, I mean, in the book, you talk um, a lot about uh, the balance between 
professionalism and personality. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like this is, this is where that's, that that's going. Right. Cause yes. a lot of times it's like, some people feel like, well, if you have a product to sell, you're, you, you have to be a certain way. And mm-hmm. if you are a gamer, you know, or if you're just somebody that wants to have fun or whatever, you're a certain way. And there's really not room for both. So how how does someone who wants to build a business around this kind of balance professionalism and personality when it comes to to live streaming? Fantastic. So that is one thing before you even open your mouth or share anything. Who's your target audience? Who are you going after? Because that will determine how you're talking to them or the amount of information you're giving them or the balance of information you're sharing with them, right? Who, who are you going after? Are, are, are you going after teenagers, C-suite executives, women in particular, a, a demographic? Who are you talking to? Because the language or the lingo you will use to captivate them depends on you knowing that information, which is why you need a strategy before you even open your mouth. Because if you just start bombarding people with content, we'll ask you, okay, why are you not getting any return? Well, because the people you should be talking to do not even find themselves in the way you're presenting the content to them. Let me take a specific example, because in this book, we have something that are called case studies, right? There's a lot of case studies in, in this book. And the reason why I put a lot of case studies is to help people have a better visualization and understanding of uh, the concept that I'm trying to teach them. And so let me take one of the case studies that uh, we discuss in the book, which is Apple, right? So if, if you look at Apple, for example, right? Apple knows how to package a product. <laughs> They've mastered the art of packaging things to you. They we keep all those boxes. I'm telling we, you. We keep all those boxes. I keep boxes. them all the time. They're right here <laughs> on my shelf, right? Yeah. Why? Apple is not going to worry about the price. Because the Apple knows their clientele or quote-unquote people that value premium or high-quality products and will not hesitate to spend the money. For example, I was having a conversation with somebody that told me they struggle with selling their product because he said that their clients, some, a lot, most of the clients tell him that thinks the, his products or services are, uh, he's a, he, 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 he gives service cinematography and graphic design. And he said that they tell him all the time that it's, he's too expensive, that he needs to bring the price down. Here's the problem. When people go to Walmart, Target, or you name it, any store, when they see the price of something, they don't ask the cashier if they can bring the price down. But for some reason, when it comes down to a creator, they want to tell you your price are too expensive. And automatically, some creators feel like they have to. Now, you're wanting to give, give them a discount, and you're feeling like you have to give them a discount in order to lend them as a client or two different things. You can choose to offer a discount. That's personal, right, on a case-per-case basis. But if you have to do that in order to lend that client, that's a client that does not even respect the value that you bring on the table. Or you are doing a very bad job are articulating, articulating the value that you are presenting to that prospect, right? Do you even know your value? Because if you understand your value and if you can clearly present that on the invoice as of to why you're charging the amount of money you're charging for it, let me tell you something. Most of my, actually, none of my clients tell me, JP, bring your price down so I can pay you. The simply might tell me, oh, I love what you do. It, it may be outside of my current budget right now. Or, okay, I love that. Let me save some money and get back with you. Why? Because I do not want anybody else but you to touch my brand. People travel from all over the United States to come to my studio, to come find me here in the state of Tennessee, right? People, you know, Tanya Smith. I mean, you name it. I have so many people that come and see me, right? Creators. But what? They want to work with me. Not that there are not other people that can give them that same thing, but they understand the touch of the artist. They know what they can get if it's JP that touches that. That is the art of branding and establishing yourself as an expert in industry. And a lot of us miss the, the, the best way to do that. And that's very important because if you don't, trust me, there's always somebody that can do things cheaper than you. 
How can we survive? Now we got AI, people holding their head that their jobs are going to be lost. AI is taking their jobs. Where are we going? That's a good question to ask. We'll get right back to the show, but first I wanted to tell you about Social Media News Live. Jeff C. and his amazing guests will keep you up to date on what's happening in this entire changing world of social media. They talk with industry experts and innovators and creators about the latest social media news, tips and tactics, and they broadcast live so you can ask the questions that matter most to you and your business. Jim and I love this show, and we know that you will too. Head over to socialmedianewslive.com. Hey, tell them deal caster sent you now back to the show yeah and you know that that brings up a really interesting point too we were talking earlier about the calling these creators and and i think just over the last i guess say two three years right we've had these people that i'll call them creators and not necessarily business people they Mm -hmm. jumped from you know crypto to nfts now they're the ai experts but it kind of goes back to what is it that they really do Mm-hmm. What is their business model? Where I can honestly say, Chris, yourself, you know, me, we have a business, right? It's like we're not sitting like, oh, I've got to come out with a course on AI before it's too late. It's <laughs> like we use AI in some things we do, but it's like we produce video for people. We we are we are on camera doing our own shows and podcasts. So it's kind of like practicing what you preach. Mm-hmm. You've taken things a step further, created a book that helps people get better, right? Helps them sharpen that saw. Those are the things that build a business because even though, you know, one, your book's a bestseller, I guarantee you it's going to get you some business because people are going to say, I need to talk to this guy because he understands my pain point. And honestly, it's already landed me jobs. <laughs> you see, that's how amazing this is, right? It's already landed me opportunities. Uh, we're talking several opportunities for Q1 2024. Um, and this is phenomenal, right? I say every single person, every single expert needs to have a book. You got to write your book, right? You must do that. Why? Because we, if you write a book, it becomes now a, a tool to confirm to people that you are the right person for the job, right? Your book positions you as the right expert. And your book, if you can position your book to become a bestseller, now you are just destroying your competition when it comes out to the subject matter. But there's a strategy to do this type of things. There's a way to do it. There is a goal to why you're doing it. And you really must have a purpose behind everything that you're doing so people can really find value, right? Um, because some people will tell you, oh, JP, I've written the book because I've already had this conversation, guys. That's why I'm talking about it. I've written a book, but hey, it didn't go anywhere and all that. I'm like, hey, listen, is your book good? Like, is mm-hmm. the actual information in the book, have you taken the time to do it or you just put some guest slap some things together and say you wrote a book? Exactly. Yeah, because trust me, I, people will tell you, and um, they will not want to present something and attach their Im- image to it. If they read a little bit, they realize this is not. There's no value in this, right? I think you know. This, listen, when it comes to personal branding, your your branding of your business, like it, it's it's just all kind of coming to fruition for me. You having this conversation about writing a book. Like when I, when I first found out that you were writing a book, there was no question in my mind it was going to be great. Like I knew it, like because I knew that everything you had done to that point was excellent. And I think that's really what your brand is. And I'm not just, I'm not here just blowing smoke up your backside, but I think if people need to hear this, if at every point in the step of your journey in, as, a, as a content creator, as someone who's, who's doing, YouTube video or live streaming or writing books or blogs or whatever you do, do that one thing excellent. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when you do another thing, do it as excellent as you did. And then, you know, you don't have to do all of the things, but I just know that the brand that is JP high tech is, I know it's going to be excellent. And I didn't, and there's no question in my mind when I got the book and I read the book. Yep. It's good. Yep. It challenged me. Yep. I know I need to be doing this. And I know that this was value. This created value for me. I knew that. And I think that's what branding is. It's Mm -hmm. what, what someone is thinking about you when you're not there, 
when, mm-hmm. when, you know, when, when JP high tech comes out with the next, whatever channel, I don't know, there's probably going to be like some video service that you're going to show up and be on. I'm sure you're going to have your own channel that you're going to own, but I know it's going to be great. And I think that's, you start one channel at a time. And if that's your audio podcast, make it excellent, right? Do, do everything you can to make it excellent. And then when the people that are listening to you and follow you and you do something else, they're going to go with you because they know that what you're doing is excellent. And I, and so I don't know, I just wanted to say that just because it's just, it was, it was all just coming to fruition. You're like talking about a book and, and all of these things. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course that's your brand. And that's really what you're about. And thank you. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you so much. And and to your point, Chris, right. We can see even by reading the book, how JP has basically built this like a building block approach, a step at a time. And he's, you know, been able to succeed by going those steps. And I'm sure JP, it wasn't a straight line of success. I'm sure there's been some, some ups and downs. I mean, so what do you think, especially with live video, what are some of that, those things that maybe people were making mistakes with that are those, those big initial challenges that one, they need to just, I guess, get over, but two, um, you know, that's, I guess, how the book can help them some. Great question. Um, the main thing that I see, um, main mistake, or I should say, right, um, or the number one thing that I believe in my professional experience that um, people not doing the right way is the way they structure their live stream. Most people structure their live stream as a regular YouTube video, but that's different, mm-hmm. right? The way you structure a reel or a short it's different from the way you structure a regular 10-minute video or one-hour video. And it's different from the way you should structure a live stream. A live stream is different. Because remember, you're having a live event. A live conversation. So, the pre-marketing campaign, the marketing and the post-marketing campaign strategy is non-existent. If you just post a video on YouTube, for example, right? We're taking YouTube as an example. You're hoping that your subscriber base, you receive a notification and go watch it. That's not the case of a live video. A live video is a live event, is an event. Every single time you go live, you're holding a live event. It's a mini workshop. There are some things you have to do in order for your event to be successful. There's some things you need to understand to put in place so people that show up during the live event can receive. I've, I don't see a lot of people offer certain things only during the live event. So why are you making special? We talked about it in the book. What's so special in your live event? Is your live event just a replica of a recorded video instead of a recording you just showing up and doing it live? If that's what you're doing, well, no wonder you're having some problems. When I'm watching your live event, what can I expect to get from you, especially because I'm showing up live? Have you thought about that? Uh, if you haven't, then you need to go read the book. Now, let me ask, let me ask another question. Whenever you're having your conversations, do you remember that whenever you watch cable TV, there's something called ad break? Mm-hmm. Do you promote your own product or services during an ad break, giving potential sponsors or partners a place where they can see their own ad being displayed? If you haven't done that, go read the book. We're going to get right back to the show, but first I wanted to introduce you to the amazing CloudLifter CL1 from Cloud Microphones. This amazing little blue box boosts your dynamic podcast mic signal for pristine audio quality in just seconds. Jim and I love ours, and you can snag one of these CL1s or new CloudLifter Xs for yourself from the links in the show notes below. Elevate your audio content with the CloudLifter. Now back to the show. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it, listen, when you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not watched a JP high tech, uh, high, uh, live stream, there is nobody on the planet that does it as seamlessly as this gentleman does in the center of your screen. Um, it. it is, uh, it, it's, it really is, it's an art form and it does take some time. And JP, I, you know, I would say this, there's a lot of people that, that are hesitant for this platform. They are stuck. 
And it's not just the tech. Like they may, they have a general microphone. They have their virtual presence kind of together. But there's other things. And you talk about the process and you talk about like the, the reason why this isn't working for you. And you might even have a live stream, but you're stuck at 78 subscribers on YouTube and you're not getting any business generated. And you're like, I just, I'm thinking about like, and you're, you're doing less and less. And I'm thinking about even just kind of folding it up. And I think your book gives you the blueprint, right? It gives you the framework for these processes in order for you to kind of put these things together, not just things for you to think about or right now getting under my skin. Cause like, Oh man, I need to be doing that more. I need to be doing that more. I need to be doing that more. <laughs> but if you go to the book, it really does lay these things out. And it just kind of says, Hey, if you're having trouble with this, here are some of the frameworks that we can use for you to be able to, to create a real business with this thing. Hey, can I take an example? Can yeah, I take please, an example? please. Yeah. Deal caster. <laughs> this show that we're watching right now, Dale Costler, because, hey, folks, I talk about Jim and Chris in my book, Chapter 8, if you didn't and know. And thank you for right? that. Yeah, we appreciate and, and, that, and, man. And, 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 you know, the reason why I talked about, I, I used you guys, Dale Costler, as an example, right, is because you guys are doing it. You're one of the elites when it comes down to leveraging Amazon Live, right, you, to push content and product and help other people out in, in, in this creator economy. And I give more detail in the book, but here's the thing. If you pay attention, you'll notice that deal casters know their primary audience. Yes, they have support in other platforms where they multicast the content, but their primary audience, you don't have to ask them to know where is it. If you follow deal casters, you know it's on Amazon. How many creators do not have a primary platform? They just go live. But who is your primary audience? Like, on the scale of 10, right? Who's the, who's the number one, right? Who's the most people you're talking to? If you, if you can't do that, then there's no problem because the way you structure your show, that matters. That helps you structure your show and knowing, okay, my primary audience is YouTube. So if it's YouTube, the way I structure my show, the way I present my show, the way I market my show, all of that will matter on the platform. Even certain things that, that deal casters that you guys talk about, you follow the guidelines of Amazon. Why? Because that's the main platform. Right. And now yeah. the supporting, right? The supporting promotional reels, videos that you guys make, because I follow you on TikTok, right? Even though you create those supporting content, it still helps me want to follow you on Amazon, which is a part of, uh, you know, strategy that a lot of creators don't think about. Right. And even if you ask them, they will not be able to tell you where's their main platform. And if you can do that, you will have problems with your content. I love that. No, you know, it's about knowing your audience and where your audience is. You know, what do they look like? Close your eyes. You know, what do they look like? What do they have troubles with? What are their problems? Where are they, where are they hanging out? Right. And you focus on that. I remember, uh, when, when we first started going live JP on, uh, on Amazon and we didn't kind of know what we were doing, but we knew that like Amazon, when you would go live on there, it would be automatically muted. Mm -hmm. And so you, you know, like our, our, our show would show up on the sure SM seven B page or whatever, and it would be there, but you couldn't hear it. Right. <laughs> so every once in a while we would create this overlay where it was a circle that said unmute over the, uh, over the play button. And like for a while, people were just kind of copying that because they were like, you know, because it's for us, it was like, Hey, we're here and you could see us like doing whatever we're doing, but unmute. And so I think that's just an example, but like if your if your platform is Pinterest, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's a certain you need to think about who that person is that when they when they hit play, what are you saying to them? What are you giving them? What are you delivering to them at all times? This is what we talk about. This is what this is why we have someone like you on our show because you've written this book to help the people that we speak to. You know, we're not, we're not here talking about, you know, uh, what, what you're cooking for dinner. And, uh, you know, it's just not, because if we did, people would be like, 
that show sucks because, uh, you know, like it's one thing one day and it's one thing another time. It's like you, like we know our lane and we stick to it and, you know, we have some fun, but like, I think it's, it's super key. What you're talking about is it doesn't matter if you're someone that's into, um, you know, quilts or if you're someone that's into tech or if you're someone Mm -hmm. that's into bowling or whatever, all those things are great. And those, those are, you could have great live streams doing it, but, but really, really dig into, uh, that and really start to uncover and create a business to serve those people, which is what you're doing, man. It's just, uh, it's great to hear. It's, uh, I, I'm going to go back and, and watch the show probably 14 times. And hey, uh, me too, know. man. This show, <laughs> this show's amazing. We're really hitting, uh, but, but a lot we of need to watch it on yeah. YouTube so we get some more watch time. <laughs> exactly, right? I, I'm going go on YouTube. Actually, I have the YouTube up, uh, subscribe, which is amazing. But yeah, I love that we're, we're talking about that because it goes, it's so serious. We also talk about branding in this book, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way to brand your show, the best way to brand your, uh, your live streaming, um, because a lot of folks I'll see, um, they'll have a name that really has nothing to do with their subject matter mm. because they like the name. For example, you, you, you decide to call your weekly show The Jungle. Well, if I hear The Jungle, <laughs> I'm thinking of things that relate to The Jungle. Tigers. Now here you are talking about massage. Massage therapy? And you call your show The Jungle? <laughs> oh, my God. We have a big problem. Yeah. Because first, you got to understand the algorithm, right? Um, the places that you're going live to, the place that you're listing your content, mm. the computer, the AI need to know, oh, the jungle is from massage therapists. They will never know that because it's a computer. It's not a human. I would have never thought of that. <laughs> exactly. So understanding the target audience clearly helps you choose the right name for your show. Because the name will help you in the presentation. And the presentation will help you with the retention. And the retention will help you with the conversion. Chris, did you and JP talk like a few years ago about this? Because this is what Chris says all the time. Yeah, we you come up keep with it ideas simple. for podcast you got, names. You got to keep like, it simple. Like the name is so important. And it's like, okay. The way the way I tell everybody, JP, because you and I are you and I are, are kindred spirits here. It's if your customer is it has a problem, and your show is the solution to their problem. Mm-hmm. What is the first word that they're typing in a search engine? What's the first word that they're typing in a search engine? And it's really hard as a content creator, right, JP? Because you want to come up with something really cool, right? You want to come up with something, the, the jungle, you know? It's like, this is going to be an awesome, it's called the jungle, and I love the jungle, but you're a massage therapist. So what's the first word that they're typing in as a massage therapist? Massage. massage. Therapy. Thank you. Right? And see, that's the thing, right? That's what my podcast is called. Content Creators University. 100%. I help content creators. You don't have to ask me. It's called Content Creators University. What do you do at university? You get help. You learn yes. the subject matter. There you go. That's what I do. See, it's a no-brainer. And no wonder people easily find my, my, my content. Professionals find me and follow. Because you make it easy for people, for the algorithm, and for your business to be yes. discovered. You got to be simple and you got to think about those things, right? Because you, you yourself, you need help to go see a doctor. And the doctor has a show that's called Heaven on Earth. What does that? It has nothing to do with the industry. <laughs> you cannot call your show Heaven on Earth and you're a doctor helping people overcome obesity or whatever you want to do. Or you're, you're a personal trainer. It, it, train with Jim. Okay. Train with Jim still confuses me. What, what type of training is this? Mm-hmm. See? You have to be very specific. Right? Health training. Put some words in there. You have to separate it. Because if you're too broad, there's a problem. If you're too niche, there's a problem. You have to strike the right balance. If you're having problems doing that, get the help of a professional. AKA mm. me or somebody that understand branding to help you with this because this can either make or break your business. 
So please take the time and understand that we have to invest in ourselves. If you can't do that, well, here's some help for you. Get the book. (laughs) There's a lot in this book that's going to help you out. If you can't get this book, there's nothing else I can tell you. Because, hey, Jim, here's the thing. You still have those folks out there that want everything for free. Sorry. Yep. I can't give that to you. That's right. You get what you pay for, right? And ladies and gentlemen, JP High Tech, the live stream blueprint.com. That book is also available on Amazon on all formats. Highly recommend you follow JP on all the tubes. And if you want to see how a real live stream uh, is run, you have to absolutely follow this gentleman and watch this show and just see how, uh, number one, entertaining, entertaining educational. Um, and man, if you don't want to do business with this guy, uh, after afterwards, I, I don't, I got nothing for you, but, uh, this is, uh, this has been just, uh, one of our best shows, JP. I appreciate you so oh, much. Man, uh, you have delivered that. tremendous Thank value you. to our audience. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a bummer that, uh, the Amazon, uh, thing happened, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? But, uh, that kind of goes to your point. It's like, that's rented land. You know, we're going to move mm-hmm. on with the other land and, and we're going to do what we can, what we can control. It's a part of live streaming. Sometimes things mm-hmm. are going to like, you know, are going to happen like that. We're going to move on. And, uh, we're, we're hoping that, uh, the viewers, uh, replay viewers and the live viewers, um, are going to pick up this book, the live stream blueprint. And, uh, the, now the live stream blueprint.com that just goes to a spot on your website. Is it a direct sale for you? Uh, no, for uh, you? yes. It so, goes, uh, it goes okay. to a spot on my website. You click on it and it takes you straight to the product on Amazon specifically okay. uh, for you to go purchase it there. Yes, sir. Awesome. Awesome. So pick up oh, that yeah. book, Jim. Anything else that we need to cover off before uh, before we let uh, let everybody go? I want to make sure that we covered everybody in the chat. I got no eyes on the chat. Yeah, we, because, well, we weren't pulling in LinkedIn, but I did want to give a shout out to uh, Marcello uh, Arcelay oh, yeah, here in uh, in Atlanta. I was watching, and Natalie Gregg, one of our favorites. Yeah. Uh, hey, she Natalie. had some some great uh, great comments as well. Uh, Doctor Stacy Dixon uh, from the uh, the the Cobb, uh, Veteran Services was uh, was thankful that we mentioned them as well, and uh, also uh, had a great comment from Robert Ginyard. He agreed that uh, people confuse building a business and brand versus being an influencer, and I think that was definitely oh, yeah. something that I think was great because I think we have too many people falling into this like, oh, it's the content creator economy. But mm-hmm. then they's like, well, I've been doing videos every day and I'm <laughs> posting them and I'm not getting any views and I'm going to have to go back and get a job. <laughs> you know, and it's like, there's a lot more to it. And, you know, it's, it, and, and Chris, you've heard me say this before. Anybody can uh, go live, but not everybody can have a show. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes yeah. it's, uh, you know, you, you, right. Maybe you don't need a show, right? It's great to be a guest. Because you need to get your message out there. Because yeah. just like today, today is not about me and Chris. Today is about our guest, JP High Tech. And that's how we look at every one of our shows because we're not here to try to be the smartest guys in the room. Besides, you know, as a Marine, so I eat crayons. So you got that, I got that going <laughs> for me. But you guys, you know, JP has got me, you know, got, got that wheel spinning in my head about things I need to think about. And Chris, I can tell you, you feel the same way, but this has been great show. Uh, you know, it'll be on all the tubes and it'll be a a podcast too. So you guys can listen to this over and over until you get it right. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to uh, go and, you know, uh, digest this again because I'm always learning myself, right. From Mm. everything and everyone. One thing that I say in my show all the time is the day you stop learning, you stop growing. And so if you want to be in technology, you got to be open to keep learning because things always change. It's always evolving. There's always a new way, a better way, a smartest way to do something. If you're in technology, be open to learning. And if you really want to be, you know, ahead of the competition, you got to agree on one thing. There's somebody that knows better than you. And you got to be open to simply learn from them. That's going to allow you to really achieve more than the, 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 
person right, right next to you. And so that is what this book is all about, right? Go ahead and pick this book up. If you know, you're a small business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you're having a hard time establishing your brand and you find yourself struggling with video and, and all this world and not understanding the best way. Well, guess what? There is a way, uh, but there is a strategy, uh, with this way that you can use it. That's called live streaming. And if you haven't been live streaming, well, you need to start, but start with the right strategy. There's at uh, this book, you can really read this in a couple of hours, right? The same day I made it so easy for you to go through. And here's the good news. We're currently working on the audio book version and the audio book uh, is going to be about an hour and a half. And that should nice. be live before Christmas. So be on the lookout for that, for the audio book, for the folks that want to have the audio in their ears and listen to it. I'm doing everything uh, for you are. people. I, that doesn't surprise me at all. And I'm sure it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Like it doesn't, yes. like it's not a surprise. And, and next to me. year it's going to be a TV movie. <laughs> exactly, probably. <laughs> Let's go. Probably. Probably. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, so that'll be on, that'll be on Audible, hopefully. On, um, yes. it, but, uh, you know, Spotify, I don't know if you know this, but uh, like in the, in, like last week or so, Spotify has launched audiobooks yes. as well. Um, so for premium uh, subscribers on Spotify, say I can talk about all these other things because we're not live on Amazon right now. Um, I know. But, uh, <laughs> You know, so Spotify now has audiobooks. So, and I thought, you know, ah, oh, well, maybe it has like a handful, but man, I went through and I just found just a ton of audiobooks and uh, canceled my Audible uh, subscription. So, um, uh -huh. but uh, yeah, looking forward to the audiobook. Again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mr. JP High Tech, the live stream blueprint. Pick that up on Amazon. Um, and uh, if you're listening to us right now, uh, you can click the link in the show notes and you can always go to the livestreamblueprint.com. JP, thank you so much for, uh, for being here, delivering so much tremendous value uh, to our audience and to everyone else. Don't fear the gear. Thanks for listening to Dealcasters. Congratulations. You've taken another step forward in your content creation journey. Please don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button here in your favorite podcast player so you can be reminded every time we drop an episode. We love hearing from our listeners and viewers. And if you're wanting to watch our shows live on Amazon, feel free to follow Dealcasters Live as well at dealcasters.live. Follow us on Twitter or subscribe to our YouTube channel where we also included added content that you cannot find anywhere else. If you have questions about this episode or have something you want us to review, you can also email us at dealcasters at dealcasters.live. Thanks again for listening, and you know the deal. Don't fear the gear.